Greetings and welcome back to another ongoing series of Shur and Afyomi. My name is Yitzchak Yet Shalom. We're now in Masachat Shabbat Avrayin. I'm with Ben at the bottom of the Amud. Uh, continuing with our exploration into issues of Yidia. Uh, and this is a very intricate one. Amarava. Katsar v'tachan kegrogerit. Mishingat Shabbat v'zadon malachot. So just one quick introduction is Ktsira and Tchina are two different malachot. Uh, harvesting and grinding. And the mention of the grogerit is a full shear. Alright, so that's the issue. So you did these malachot, b'shingat shabbat v'zadon malachot. So two malachot, thinking that it was Tuesday, but knowing that those malachot were asur on Shabbat. V'chazar v'katsar v'tachan k'grogur v'zadon shabbat v'shingat malachot. And then you went and did the same two malachot, knowing it was Shabbat, forgetting that they were asur. And then you found out about the first set. In other words, somebody told you, oh yeah, you did that, it was on Shabbat. Which means now you have one based on the rule in a Mishnah. And then you found out about the next one for which you should be of another two. Now what happens? The original liability for Ktsira in the first case drags in and includes and subsumes the, the Ktsira of the second. And so does Tchina. So, so all told, you're Chayiv one Korman. Aval. Here's Rava. If you only found out about the first Ktsira, Ktsira Gorer Ktsira Utchina Shima. So the Ktsira then pulls in the Ktsira and the Tchina that was with it. The original first grinding, which he never found out about yet, and then when you find out about it, you're chayiv a second korban. He said they all dragged in, so in either case, you're only chayiv one. Because grinding is grinding, it's all one thing. Now, the question is not on Abayah, the question is on Rava. Since when does Rava agree to any of this subsumed dragging in? Watch this challenge. Let's say you ate a kazayit of chalev, forgetting that chalev was asur, and you ate another kazayit, and then you found out about one of them. Then you ate a third before you found out about the second. So now you ate one and two and not knowing about anything. Then you found out that one was chalev. Then you ate two and three and then you found out two and three were chalev. If you brought a korban for the first one, only the first and second are included because after you ate the second you found out about the first that blocks off the third makes it separate. If you brought a korban for the third one, then the third and second are included, because the second and third were eaten under one helam. The first is disconnected. Either way, you're going to have to be bring two korbanot. If you brought a korban for the second one, then in each way, the second one connects to one, and then connects to three, and you're covered by one. Abaye, we saw, uh, says, you brought a korban for any of them, they're all included, because Abaye is comfortable with Gre-Ra. So you see that Rava rejects Gre-Ra in, uh, in Toto. So why does he include it in our, in our Memra? The answer is, that this last uh, case that we read was a discussion that took place earlier. After Rava heard it from Abaye, he accepted it. So why doesn't Rava agree with Abaye all the way in our first case and have there only be one liability? 
The answer is Gray Rayidley, Gray Rayidley, Gray Rayidley. He did not accept Abaye's position fully. Abaye accepted one thing could drag another, and the one that's dragged can then drag another in. So the original Ksirah drags a second, the second Ksirah in, that drags the second Trinah in, and then that drags this, the other Trinah in. Rava only went two-thirds of that way. Okay. Now, melted Abshitu Labai Varava, this th- this matter that Abai and Rava were very sanguine about, Mibai Rava Rabizera, Rabizera wasn't so clear, and he asked the question. The boy Rabizera and Rabiasi, he asked Rabasi, or Rabbi Yirmiya asked Rabbi Zera, in any case, Rabbi Zera is in the middle of this question, Now switch the case a little bit. You did the malacha on half a kashir, forgetting about Shabbat, knowing the, is the malacha was aser. And if Chazar v'Katzar v'Tachan Chatzigrogret, then you did another half shear. B'Zaron Shabbat v'Shigat Malachot, knowing it was Shabbat, forgetting the Malachot was also. Ma'ushit Starfu, do the two halves connect to make a shear, or are you exempt because you did a half of this and a half of that? Amarle. So the answer that whoever was asked, either Rabbi Zera or Rabbi Yirma or Rabbi Asi, was asked, and their answer was Chalukim v'Chataot, meaning. They are separate for chataot, meaning you, if you had a full shear one way and a full shear the other way, you'd have to bring two chataot, which is against Rav and Abaye. Velo mitztarfin. As a result of that, they're not mitztaref, and therefore you're here, you're, you're exempt because they're disconnected acts. Okay, that was the answer. Now, parenthetically, in any case where the chataot are separate, they're not mitztaref, meaning act one and act two are, are, have, generate separate chataot. Therefore, half Act 1 and half Act 2 can't create a full act? It's not true. But none, we have the Mishnah in Kreto, Tachal, Chelev, Chelev, Halamachad. You ate two pieces of Chelev with one Halam, you forgot Chelev was Asr, and Chayv Alachad. You only Chayv one. Achal, Chelev, Dam, and Notar, Pigul, Halamachad. But if you forgot about Chelev, Dam, Notar, and Pigul, those four Yisurim, and you ate all of them, a Kashir of each, then Chayv, Akolachad, Vachad, you Chayv for each. That's where multiple types are more chamur than a single type. Right? Here's the chumrah of one type. If you had a half a gazite of chalev and then another half a gazite of chalev, chayab. They're not mitztarev. That's two halves. Patur. In our discussion there in Kratot, we said, What, you have to tell me that you're Chayav? If you ate half a Kazai and half a Kazai of the same thing? That's a no-brainer. So Rosh quoting this, Bartutani said, You know what the case is? The case is where you ate it out of two separate bowls. From Yeshua, Rabbi Yeshua is of the opinion, he says that bowls make it separate, meaning if you ate a kazayit of chalev in one bowl and a kazayit of chalev from another bowl, you have to bring two korbanot. The bowls separate them. So therefore, I might think Rabbi Shua holds that the bowls are separate, even the kula, which means half a kazayit in one bowl, half a kazayit in another bowl, and they're separate acts in Yachayiv. And it teaches us to the kula, he only would not allow separate bowls to be, he would only consider separate bowls to be uh, separate, lechumra, uh, which means that uh, separate chataot, if you had a kashir each one. But lechumra, he wouldn't say it, and therefore if you had half a kashir from here, half a kashir from there, then they are mitztaref. 
So that's one take on why it says mimin echad. And, and the point of this whole discussion is here you have Rabbi Shua, who is essentially trotting the line. He's saying on the one hand, two separate bowls are chalukin lechataot, and nonetheless, if you had half a kazat from here, half a kazat from there, they are mitzdarif. So that proves that the answer given to Rabbi Zera or Rabbi Zera's answer that chalukin lechataot leads to lo mitzdarfin is not necessarily the case. So amalei marei shemant nilavakashalei. So the answer is that you learned that whole discussion as being about the ratio in Kratot, and therefore you had a problem. The ratio being Miminachad Chayav. Anan, we learn it differently. We learn that that whole discussion of Shlakish quoting Bartotani and associating with Rabbi Yeshua is a comment about the Seifa for Lokashalan. We have no problem because Mishne Minim Patur Tzrichalameimar. We're commenting on the fact that it says that if you ate half a kazayit of chalev and half a kazayit of pigul, you're not your patur. You say, does that need to be said? Really, it's not chalev and, and pigul, it's chalev and chalev. Why is it called shneminim? Because you ate it out of two bowls. And Rabbi Yeshua, he in here, according to this version, Rabbi Yeshua is consistent. He says that if you have separate bowls, they're separate things, and therefore, that his opinion was separate bowls are separate for everything, and therefore, if you ate a kazayit in one bowl and a kazayit of the same thing in another bowl, you have to bring two chataot, even if it's behalam echad, and therefore, if you ate half a kazayit in one bowl and half a kazayit in another bowl, then not mitzareif, and you are patur, and that's why what the reference to shnei minim, it's not two different kinds of things, it's two, two of the same, divided up into two bowls. Okay, now, let's analyze that. I mean, to say for minachad since the second case we're saying is one type of food in two bowls, so the resha, when we said minachad, is one type of thing in one bowl. Do you need to tell me that if you ate a half a kazayit and another half a kazayit out of one bowl of the same thing, you're chayiv? What happened is you ate half a kazayit and then you remembered it's usher. Then you forgot it's usher and you ate the other one. And this, of course, is famously We'll see later in Shabbat. We saw him a lot in Kretot. That knowing, being aware of the isser. In the, after you've done less than a full shear is not called Yediyah, and therefore it doesn't separate the two. Um, um, and, um, and therefore, uh, the two things are mitzdarev, so the half a chalev, half a kazayin chalev, and the half a kazayin chalev, even though there's idea in the middle, is considered to be one act. Remember that if you forgot chalev was asr, ate a half a kazayit, remembered chalev was asr, then forgot again, ate another half, you're not chayv anything, there's two separate acts. Alright, one last piece to look at, itmar. Achal shnei zetei chalev behelem achad, dalal arishon. So you ate two kazaitim. One helem, one time of forgetfulness, and you were told about the first one. And then you were told about the second one, separately. Rabbi Yochanan says you have to bring two korbanot. You don't have to bring one. Rabbi Yochanan's position here seems a little strange. Meaning, you bring a korban for your chait, when you find out about it. So when you found out, that's one. You found out, that's another. It is... The chatat is there to, for, to help achieve forgiveness, so it's all in one thing. 
Now, Shlokish Aktivachat Tovevi, so now we play a little Midrashic ping pong. What does Shlokish do with Rabbi Yochanan's Pasuk? Ha'hulachar Kapara, that's talking about after Kapara, once Kapara is achieved, then it, your Chatat is, uh, is, is, uh, is accomplished, which means if after you brought the Korban for the first one, you found out about the second one, you do have to bring a separate one. That we agree. What does he do with Rishlokish Pasuk? He said, that's a different kind of case. You ate one and a half. You found out that one of them was a chalev. Then you ate another half. While you still didn't know about the the point five of the first one. So I might think they're mitzarif and yachayev again. Kamash malan that the half that you ate while you didn't know about the one and a half, and then you found out about the one, that second half is now gone. And the other half you eat is a half a kashir, and you're not chayiv. Rashi. So he said, He said, I think the disagreement is only if you found out before you separated the animal for the korban, designated an animal. And the disagreement is, the Rabbi Yochanan says, Yediya separates it, so when you found out about one, it means you're chayiv for that, and you later found out about the other, you're chayiv for that. Rishlaka says, no, until you designate the animal, it's all still one time period. So you found out about one at four o'clock, you found out the other one at six o'clock, at eight o'clock you separate one korban for the whole thing. Aval, Ravina continues, if you found out after you designated the animal, Rishlaka would agree that you owe two. Because you designated one for one kazite. Then you found out about another kazite, you have to designate another. Oh, Dilma, here's the other possibility Ravina raises. Maybe the only disagreement is if you found out after Afrasha. Rabbi Yochanan says, once you designate an animal, that sets everything into a separate block. Rabbi says, till you bring the korban, it's all one time period. So you designated it, then you found out you had eaten more of chalev, it's all including that animal, and only till kapara. It's uh, only after kapara would it be separate. Maybe Rabbi Yochan would agree with Rishlokish if you found out before hafrasha, before designating the animal, that it's all one. Oh, Dilma, third possibility, ben bezu, ben bezu maybe the machloket is all across the board, from before hafrasha to, to after hafrasha. So Amrlei Ravashi's answer was Mistabra, um, it makes sense, Ben Bazu Ben Bazu Machloket. The Machloket is probably across the board. Why do Isagadai if you think the Machloket is only before time, But if you found out about the second one after your Mafrish the animal for the first one, you'd be chaived twice. So why would Rashlokish say that the that Pasuk is talking about Lachar Kapara? Look Frasha, let him just say that Pasuk is after Afrasha. It must be that Rashlokish says, even after Afrasha, it's still I don't agree, and it's still one. If you think the Machlokit is after Afrasha, would agree with Rashlokish. Since the Pasuk Established it as being about he he Rabbi Yochanan explains that pasuk as being about the one and a half and then the half. Let me call him Afrasha. Let him just say that that pasuk is talking about before Afrasha. Before Afrasha, it's all one. So the answer is not necessarily so.
the machloket is not necessarily across the board. Maybe the Gemara is unclear on their positions. And and the Gemara is simply saying, in case this is their machloket, these are the psukim. Meaning, in case, uh, if you want to argue that the machloket is lachar fresh, Rabbi Yochanan will explain the pasuk about the one and a half. And if you want to say that the machloket, sorry, if the machloket is before afrasha, um, then Rabbi Yochanan would explain the pasuk uh, about the one and a half. And if you want to say the machloket is after afrasha, but Rabbi Yochanan agrees with Rishlokesh before afrasha, then Rishlokesh will explain the pasuk about lachar kapara. Okay, we'll pause at this point, and uh, then we'll pick it up at the bottom of Ayin Aleph, I would bet, in the next podcast. Meantime, we should have a wonderful day.